You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. We have been doing a series of teaching. We have been talking about reaping a prepared harvest. Will you say that? Reaping a prepared harvest. Amen. Um, This is one of the things that the Lord has spoken to this house relative to um, where we are right now on the beginning of the year. It is a year of the harvest, a time where we are to really go after souls like never before. And one of the things we have to understand as disciples of Jesus, he also has commissioned us to be fishers of men. We look at someone and say, if you are a believer, you are called to fish for people. Amen. As you see last week, I still have um, my fish as an example. Um, And notice how my net is in there, but we are not or it's not catching any fish or sometimes we catch fish but we don't retain or hold on to the fish so not only does Jesus want us to fish after men he wants us to keep that which we have gathered amen now there will be one or two every now and again that will wiggle loose and of course they're not a part of the fold but for the most part Jesus is looking for us to retain those whom we catch. So we, we want to continue this, and this is our foundational passage of Scripture. I'm going to be real uh, dilatory or slow in this teaching because um, we have to get to the point where this is at the forefront of our consciousness, being that I am a disciple, I am a fisher of people. That way, when you are out and about, you will be conscious of the fact that there are people around me ready to receive. And as we're going to see, um, the harvest is already plenteous. It's already prepared. But the people are waiting on fishermen. Oh, man. And, and may I just say this? We have to get to the point in something we're going to see here. Um, four things that we, that's found right here in our text. And something that we have to understand is that um, we have to lay aside our issues. Because sometimes we could you know, allow what we're going through as if nobody else in the world is going through anything. And we use that as a scapegoat or an excuse not to share the gospel of Jesus. The Bible encourages us, don't be concerned about your own interests, but be concerned about the entrance, interests, excuse me, of others. And, and just may I say this, um, if you're going through, in order to escape that, why not just share your testimony? You, it's impossible to be grateful and complain at the same time. And, you have, and when you realize that things are better than what they seem, even though this have not manifested, I don't have that, life is still, I'm awake, I'm alive, I know who I am, my body's whole, so life is much better than what it may seem. And, and, and listen to this, the scripture says that the just walk by faith or the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. So we walk trusting God. And if we're moved by what we see, that is an indicator that perhaps I do not trust God. While we look not at things which are seen. Why? Because they're temporary. 
worry, see, there's a difference in between being worried and concerned. See, when you're concerned, you know, I, I, it's on my mind. I want to make sure that everything is right and, and, and I want this thing to happen. But when you are worried, there's anxiety, there's overload. And the word of God encourages us um, not to worry because worrying cannot add anything to your situation. And when you worry, that really shows how small God is to you. And when you don't worry, it shows us how big God is to you. Well, that was good. Look at someone and say, are you worried today? Matthew chapter number nine. And for a subheading, I want you to write this down. Lift your eyes. Again, we're talking about a prepared harvest. And we're, today we're going to deal in the area of lifting your eyes. Verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and the villages teaching in the synagogues, their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of disease and all manner of sickness. Verse 36. But when he saw someone say Saul. When he perceived the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. Someone say compassion. Amen. Write this down. The first, <clears throat> there are four things that we're praying about incorporated in our daily prayer. Number one is that we have spiritual perception that we see that the harvest is plenteous. The second thing we're praying for is found right here is that not only do we see that the harvest is ready, but that we have compassion. What do you mean compassion? That I see people through the eyes of Jesus. And when you have compassion, there's agape there, that unconditional love. There's concern there. Are you here? And most oftentimes we can't catch because we're not compassionate. See this? We, even though we're in the midst, since we can't, watch this, discern where we are and who we're among, we can't catch. And I'm going to show you today, um, how we shouldn't be judgmental and I'm going to show you the scripture says it doesn't say don't judge but we have we must judge after we've judged ourselves first and sometimes again we can't catch people because we're so judgmental I'm going to show you something in a second because as a Christian there's something wrong uh, if you're not contagious your light should shine so bright that it draws others to want to know that's just like someone who fishes for, for a profession if you never catch fish maybe you are in the wrong business or perhaps you're using the wrong type of bait or have no idea what you're doing you should be catching people look at someone and say you should be catching people verse 36 but when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion for them because they were distressed scattered as sheep not having a shepherd they was dispirited they were distressed scattered watch this we're not the only ones dealing with something. At least, yeah, I may be going through whatever, but at least you have Jesus. And if you were to get up out of here, you would be okay. And I'm saying that to say, although you're believing God for something, there are others who do not know him who are distressed, dispirited, discontented, scattered. Notice, too, being a, being a disciple is, is about serving that means dying to self, which the word of God tells us, dying to ourselves. So again, we have to push ourselves to the side and see the need of those who are ready to be harvested around me. Verse 36 again, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were distressed and scattered as sheep, not having a shepherd. Verse 37, then Jesus said to, unto his disciples, the harvest indeed is plenteous, but the laborers, the workers 
or if you look at this, the harvest. Do you see all these fish in here? It's plenteous. And there's never a day, there's never a time where they're not, where we're not in the midst of people who are ready to be harvested. You know why we don't see them? Because we're not spiritually discerning where we are. We make what we are about us. You thought you were just going to the mall. No, but there are fish. There are people that I'm to catch at the mall. You thought you were just going to work. No, there are people in the marketplace. There are people that I'm around every day that I should be catching. Notice, and, um, and you can write this down, study when you get home in Matthew 4, when Jesus called the disciples. They were fishing. And he said, I will make you. Now, Peter and Andrew, they were fishermen by trade. So when Jesus called them, he said, I will make you fishers of men. So watch this. Even though they were fishers of men, once they began to follow Jesus, <coughs> excuse me, even though they were fishermen, once they began to follow Jesus, they became fishers of men. So it's like this. Just say you are a school teacher. Well, once you receive Jesus, you are now a fisher of people who happen to be a school teacher. You are a physician who happen to be a fisherman. I'm a fisherman first who happened to practice medicine. You get it? Why? Because now kingdom becomes my top priority. Now, th that's why when I go back to that marketplace after receiving Jesus, my eyes should be open now. Watch this. Now, all the people that I never seen before as potential believers, I see them as souls in need of a savior. So now I'm an airline pilot. But I'm a fisherman first who happens to fly airplanes. Do you get it? Seek ye. Come on, y'all talk to me. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And it, listen, again, you were created by God for God. You thought you were just created here to acquire possessions and things. And where are you going after that? Who, who does it? Who's impacted because of this or that? No, I was created by God for God. That anointing to sing, it's not for the world. That's for the kingdom. Listen, th those skills to play ball or to, to whatever it may be. No, there's a reason why God gifted you with that. So when I get in this arena, I'm a fisher of people who happen to play professional sports. See the difference? Are you here? Verse 37, then he said to his disciples, the harvest indeed is what? plenteous but the laborers are few so number one write this down the first thing and i want to i want those of you who are here and of course if you visit the for the first time and you are a disciple of jesus you are a fisher of men i want you to write this down and incorporate this as a body of believers this is what we should be praying it's all found right here number one that we have spiritual perception that we see the need of people being saved number two that we have compassion for our fellow brethren. And when you have compassion, you're going to meet people where they are. You're not going to come in a judgmental fashion. Everybody's not going to look like you. Everybody's not going to sound like you. Everybody's not going to talk like you. Everyone's not going to dress like you. <laughs> but if I have compassion, I could accept you for who you are. See, the idea is to catch fish or people, okay, not run them away. And sometimes we run them away before we catch them. And, and may I say this? It's not your job to change people. It's my job 
to introduce you to the man, but it's the man's job, talking about Jesus, to change you. What I mean by that? Creating you a clean heart and renew that right spirit within you. I'm talking about bringing life to that spiritual man. Now, it's my job to renew my mind, but we're talking about that spiritual rebirth. That's Jesus' job. And when we try to save people, or when we're judgmental, we're trying to put ourselves in the place of God. Are you here? And I'm saying that to say, if you begin to see people through the eyes of Jesus, you will have more compassion. So number one, we want to pray for spiritual perception. Number two, we want to pray for compassion. Number three, uh, it's found right here in verse 37. We have to realize that people are ready. So the people that I see, I have to realize that they're ready. Look at verse 37. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest indeed is what? Plenteous, but the workers are few. That word harvest in the Greek, it simply means reaping, a time of reaping. So when you see harvest, in other words, a time of reaping is ready. It is now. There's never a time, again, when you are out and about where people are not ready to be harvested. They're not caught because we're not spiritually perceptive of where we are. Are you here? Listen, the fourth thing is found in verse 38. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest. So the fourth thing we want to do is pray to the Lord of the harvest that he send forth what? Workers. Same thing. Same word. But include yourself as a worker. Lord, I, I, Lord, I pray uh, that Susie, I pray that she say, she go out and tell people about, well, put, insert your name there as well. So what we want to pray for, number one is what? That I have spiritual, y'all talk back to me people, if you hear me. Come on, say it loud. Number two, compassion. Number three, people are ready. So you have to recognize that people are ready. And watch this. Never mind who rejects. You just fish. You're not studying the fish who jumps off or who nibbles on the line. No, I'm trying to catch. So I won't be discouraged by who doesn't hang on. Because there's always fish or people ready to be reaped or harvested. So you can't get discouraged at who says no. And I don't want to hear about that man. They have their day. Are you here? Because... They won't be able to stand before God and say, no one shared that with me. Are you with me? So number four, you want to pray the Lord of the harvest. Now, today we want to talk about lift your eyes. And that's dealing with that first thing we're praying about, spiritual perception. And I want to include, I want to talk about the first two, spiritual perception and compassion. Someone say the harvest is plentiful. So so you have to realize that people are ready. People are already lord what we need are workers and i submit to you if you left your matter of fact you don't even have to leave your house now you can go on social media and i'm sure there are people who follow you and vice versa who are in need of a savior but did we use that media stream to fish he who wins souls is wise and see and when you understand fishing there are different types of fish which requires different types of bait and it also requires that one have patience. Not agitate someone, but be patient. So I'm not going to ask you 20 times in a day. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to pull back. I'm going to invite, pull back, invite. I'm going to be patient. And see, and if you listen to the Holy Spirit, he'll let you know how often to do this or to do that. 
Again, the idea is not to run the fish away or scare the fish, but to catch, which is a, this is a, an entirely different message. That's why we need balance as believers. See, if you come off spooky, then people don't want that God. I want to know that I can be saved and still laugh. I need to know that I could be saved and still go watch a movie if I want to. I need to know that I could be saved and wear holy jeans and wear shorts, halter top. Did he say halter top? Halter top. <laughs> Lost about seven people right there. Seven people, seven people. But there's, you know, there's a, you know, that's a whole nother. But the idea is to be balanced as a believer. In other words, every conversation doesn't have to be a Bible verse or accompanied uh, by a quote of a scripture. Huh? Just, just, let's just talk. How you doing? I have pastor friends, some that, that I can talk to and some I don't answer the call because they're too, they're too deep for me right now. I don't need a good morning, praise the Lord, hallelujah. That I know. What's up, bro? That's, that's how I am. No, it's Monday morning, sir. <laughs> it don't have to be. Are you here? Show me balance. I'm not eating dinner, going over scriptures and sermon notes. No, let, I just want to have lunch, talk about the game. See, even some looking now, what's he trying to say? He don't want to know. No, I'm in devotion all the time. I study religiously every day. But, but so, so when I go to lunch, I want to eat lunch. I want to hear about the deep things right now. Are you here? And sometimes we don't, we, you go out to the movies and you got your health ministry outfit on. Put you some jeans and a t-shirt on. Take them high, why are you wearing high heels to the football game? Looking like you're going to church. Let us see that you are balanced. I see right now that's going to be next week's message, being balanced. Because half of y'all look like, man, I don't know. Are you here? Paul says, I become all things, or become as, not, but I, I become as all that I wait, that I, excuse me, that I may win the more. In other words, I can identify with this one, I can identify with that one, and I can identify with that one in order to win them. Not I capitulate or become what they're doing, but I can identify with them. And again, most of the time, we don't identify because we don't have spiritual discernment and we don't have balance see listen you have to realize that when i go into whatever this arena is i'm like a spy infiltrating that see you gotta you, you gotta be low-key undercover i know someone who works for one of the premier uh uh top what do you call it dance clubs uh, uh strip clubs in atlanta they don't, they're not stripping. Let me clarify that. They just work for the company. So, Holy Spirit, put my spirit the other day, encourage them to bring, invite all the strippers to the church. Yeah. I said, and I said, I want you to invite all the strippers. Why? See, see that's, that's exactly why we're on this message right here. Because we got people who are looking. See, see, my job is not trying, I'm not trying to change it. I'm, I just want to offer you, Je I let Jesus do the rest. See how some of y'all kind of stand, why in the world 
You might be sitting beside one now, but they low key. Just last night, just all on that thing. Just low key. Don't now don't give yourself away now. Don't don't. But but see, you, 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 you and you know why they don't want to come to church? Because like that response we got with who who were who they? And, and, and let me say something. Jesus died for all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever, that means whoever, believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I said, bring them all. It, it, excuse my language. I'm going to talk how they were talking, okay? Excuse my language. And, and they were like, them hoes? And I said, yeah, them hoes. They need Jesus too. Are y'all here? Boy, half of y'all for me and half of y'all like, I don't know about that. Uh, that's exactly why you are not catching people. And watch this. Uh, uh, sin, if, if we want to get technical, is sin. Whether you're a stripper, whether you this, whether you that. There's no, no, no. We can put all y'all in there together. So, so one can say, ha, I'm not a stripper. Yeah, but you're going to hell too if you don't receive Jesus. Be a whole, you might become one if you don't get him because you're going to be dancing all that, all that fire. You're going to be. Go to John 4. Let me show you something. Go to John 4. Go to John 4. See, we're trying to reach people. Watch this. Now, isn't that wisdom? Hey, you bring them. Because if I go to the club, y'all never live it down. What pastor doing in there? Yeah, he say he in there sharing Jesus. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> See, unlike I can go in there and come out and, and be okay and go home. Okay? Even some of y'all look like that. Really? Listen, ask this one right here. When I got out of school, I was at every club in Alabama sharing Jesus. In the club. Are y'all here? Now, I can't take some of the brothers with me. Because I have to take the sisters to that one. Because you have to be, look at what they have to be strong. Even some of the brothers, like, he right. I can't go. I can't go. Not right now. Give me a month, Pastor. Give me a month. Give me about a month. Give me, give me two weeks. Give me. Let me fast on it. But, but look, but watch this though. It, I'm being serious. Just like some kind of sneer it up, it's the same way. Like they don't have a soul. Like they're not in need. Are you here? It, and we pre we, we prejudge people by how they look. See, you don't have see you see the soul when you're discerning. You don't see the exterior for what it is. Are y'all here? I've seen what in the natural might look like hardcore bikers come to Jesus. And I led them to Jesus. You know what? Because when I go to biker events, I don't go with a suit on. I throw my muscle shirt on like they do. I can't wear a muscle shirt. Why y'all get quiet? What's wrong with y'all today? Y'all right? Well, it looked like a muscle shirt to me. Get Put that extra medium. Huh? Yeah, extra medium. (laughs) 
throw, throw my best on, let my t- show my tattoos. And they don't know. I'm, the, the difference is there's a light hovering over me. Watch this. And I use, be it my motorcycle or w- w- the event, as a door to share Jesus. I don't go out, oh, they don't look, they look hard. Jesus died for all. That means the toughest of the toughest, the roughest of the roughest, the coolest of the coolest, whatever. He died for them too. Are you here? So we got to reach. Boy, I, I can't believe the way y'all looked at me about that nightclub thing. That's concerning me right now. Dancers, don't leave. I want you to stay, okay? Seriously, don't, don't, don't even let us know what you do. And I'm apologizing for how they acted toward so, Huh? And watch this. Imagine just one coming and can go back in and infiltrate. Watch this. See, I, I, I heard you. Well, how can, they, how, how, how can they do that and be saved? How can you do what you do and be saved? Again, you let Jesus change them. And it might be every time they swig on that thing, they lose a desire. Every time they do, they lose a desire. And it might take them a month to come out. It might take a couple weeks. But when they come out, I got four behind me. How can you be what you are in a Christian? (laughs) See, again, there's that lack of compassion like you never missed it. I'm not saying we're looking to, but don't act like you ain't slipped. Oh, yeah. All the slippers raise it. We well, don't raise it now, but just think about, hey, pastor, I missed it, but I'm still righteous. My righteousness is not based upon how good I am, but how good Jesus chose to be to me. So even when I fall, I'm still righteous. And it's knowing that Jesus loves me like that that caused me to fall less. Here. See, that goes back to that super saved, superficial Christian who never makes a mistake, who's sitting next to the Father, who prays all day, every day, don't watch TV, don't watch a cell phone, don't look at this, don't look at that. They just shut themselves in the closet 24-7, 365. And the biggest hypocrite there is for a lot of them. And let me say this, it's not how long you pray that makes you righteous. And you're no more righteous than a man who can't put a sentence together, but his heart is right toward God. He's just as righteous as the woman or the man who prays all day. Now pray, but I'm saying you're no more righteous than a man who prays three minutes. You don't have to say amen. Show me a scripture where it says you are. See? It's good. And it's, matter of fact, you pray that much, you ought to be the biggest fisher of men. Yeah. You that holy. You catching everything. How can you do all that and still come to church by yourself? You, you prayed how long? You need to stop praying and, and, and start praying. Yeah. Stop P-R-A-Y and start P-R-E-Y. Start praying on some of these folk. Yeah. Hey, you need Jesus. Where you at? Peekaboo. <laughs> Me like that with that attitude. Let's go to John 4. I'm not going to finish this no time soon. 
Are you here? Again, this picks up. Let me get the Amplified Version. Right after Jesus ministers to the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman, they were kind of looked down upon by the Jews. About like They looked at, Jews looked at Samaritans about how y'all looked at me when I said strippers. Look, <laughs> who were they? How are you going to reach people with that kind of attitude? That I'm better than you. Even denominations do it. And I'm Baptist, I'm Methodist, I'm Pentecost, I'm this. And now we are, we're better than you. Ain't no more better than they, none of them names in the Bible. God bless that. I mean, I'm just saying. And non-denomination is a ministry whose doctrines or teachings are soundly based on the word of God. There's no man-made indoctrination. All these religious do's and don'ts and creeds and covenants that you got to keep. And God ain't said any of that stuff for half of them. You got to do this words that is this the, what the man said when he started the church, the organization. And you want me to follow that? Yes. But you are a fisherman. Will you say that I am a fisherman of people? Watch this. Even in, in these kids, this, I got to, we got to teach on this. This bullying has to stop. A 10-year-old kid hung himself because he had to wear, since he was born, a colostomy bag, and they were picking on him at school, he went home and hanged himself. You know why? Because there were those who thought they were better. And if truth be told, I don't care how wealthy you are or what you have, no man has the right to think that he is better than anybody else. Even if he thought that the same God made you, made me. <laughs> so who are you to think that you are better? And it's the same way. People come and they want to receive Jesus, but they're, they, they're turned away because of Christians who don't have compassion. I'm not hugging him. He smells like cigarettes. What do you smell like? She smells like she just came out of the club. What did you just come out of? This thing got real quiet now. Look how she's dressed. How dare she sit next to me? How are you dressed? Because the mere fact that I have that type of heart shows that you are in need of fixing yourselves. Oh, it's real quiet now. Oh, she's living an alternative lifestyle. It's Jesus' job. See, there y'all go again. See, when, when, when you gnat fish, you can get a whole bunch of a little bit of this and a little bit of whatever. See how they're trying to get out? And, they try, and the ones that are trying to get out, they're trying to get out because people are being just mental with me. So they're not calm. They're agitated all the time. Are you here? But when you have compassion, somebody looking like, what kind of fish is that? I want, I want to fry that fish. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, he jumped out because he, he was tired, he tired of religious people. <laughs> tired of religious people. And, and, and that's how folk do church. They, they leave, I mean, at a great place, but I'm tired of that religious one. That one who condemns me and thinks they're better than me. Are you here? Let me close with this. 
But look at what Jesus says. Now, this young girl, Jesus told her about herself. Watch this. And she was so excited that she went back to tell those throughout her village. And that's how we should be. Um, imagine how that would bless a person who comes and they accepted me. They didn't look at me like the other church did. They loved on me. They treated me as if I was one of them. See, now that's worthy of telling others. But when there's no compassion, I don't want to go to church anymore. You know what they say? Everybody are, everybody are what? Hypocrites. That's what they say. Are you here? But listen to what Jesus said. Uh, verse 35. Do you not say it is still four months until the harvest comes? Look, I say to you. Notice what we're talking about today. Lift your eyes. What, what does he say? He says, look, I say, raise your eyes and look at the fields. This is verse 35. They are what? White for harvest. In other words, the souls are ready. We just have to open our eyes. Already the reapers receiving his wages he is gathering fruit for eternal life so that he who plants and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this case, the saying is true. One person sows and another reaps. Look at what Jesus says, verse 38. I sent you to reap a crop. Watch this. For which you have not worked. Others have worked and you have been privileged to reap the results of their work. Here when she came back throughout the villages and telling all what Jesus had done for her, he says to the disciples, you worried about eating, my meat is to do the will of my father. Listen, this young girl receives Jesus, her life is changed, she's running, telling those in the villages, and you're talking about food, open your eyes, it's ready. Watch this, even when, no matter where you go today, there's somebody who's already heard about Jesus. I, I'm almost willing to submit, if they, if they, got a decent mindset. They've heard about Jesus. And watch this. They're ready for reaping and you had nothing to do with it. Just like there are people that you've ministered to that may be somewhere today. Watch this. And they had nothing to do with it. But those who sow and those who reap, we rejoice together because we both had something to add. And I submit to you, there are people around you Every day, if you leave the house, matter of fact, you don't even have to leave the house nowadays. And there are people who are ready to be harvested. But it's going to take having compassion. It's going to take loving people like Jesus loves. Watch this. It's going to take sharing Jesus. Are you here? It's going to take seeing people through, see, through the eyes of Jesus. And most of the time, why most people are so condemning, watch this, is because they see people in light of how they see themselves. What's that Pastor T says? People don't see things as they are. They see things how, what? See, we don't see things the way they are. We see things the way we are. And most people, especially if you don't know that you are the righteousness of God, those of you who are believers, there's this condemning nature. You feel so bad if you miss it. You, you did this. So since you feel that way about yourself, he has to be bad. I'm bad and I and I have Jesus. So how much bad is worse is she? And she don't. So we're seeing people. That's why you have to open your eyes. That spiritual perception. And when you know that you are righteous based upon the works of Jesus, watch this. You begin to have compassion for your fellow fellow brethren. Just like Jesus has compassion. 
While you were yet sinners, guess what? He died for you. I mean, when you were doing the worst of the Jesus died for you. Just watch this. Look at all the people in here now. Just imagine if each one, and I know some of you did, just imagine if each one had a plus one because they were conscious of the fact that they are fishers of men. I want to encourage you throughout this week, two things I want you to do. And actually, we're going to talk about lift your eyes next week because um, I, I just have to flow with Holy Spirit. But two things I want you to do. To see people discern with my spiritual eyes. Being that I'm seeing people as Jesus see them. As sheep having no shepherd. Distressed. Scattered. Then watch this. Have compassion. Meet people where they are. Listen, let me tell you something. Whatever they're doing, they already know. Trust me, if they're doing whatever, I don't need you to harp on that. I know, as a matter of fact, the more you mention that, the more I'm going to want to do it. So let's take the, the attention off the sin and look at the soul. Again, it's not my job to try to save you. My job is to point you to the man who can save. And then, re- oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. And the reason why I'm not worried about what you're doing is because I can't change it. Now, if I could fix it, we got a problem. But since I can't change the thing, I point you to the man who can. So we're wasting our time when we focus on what they're dealing with. Now, let me point you to the man who, and I'm done, and I, and I submit this. We'll catch a whole lot more people when we start having compassion, meeting people, stop telling people how they got to look before they come. I don't have anything to worry. Oh, you need to go down there and buy your decent blouse. No, wear what you have. See, see, we're missing it. Come at, see, man looks at the outer. See, there you go to that natural again. See, God looks at the heart. Man, when I look out here, I see all you young men. Imagine, it's, this is even a, a, a known fact. They say if a, a woman joins a church, you know, her kids may come, may come, some of the family may come. But when a man gives his life to God and becomes part of a ministry, he brings the whole family. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.